and we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. The other guy's Pat. And we are Beck and Radio. I can't even get the fat packs in there, man. You can, man. It's just, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. So uh, We take up a lot of room. We do. We do. Uh, what's up, dude? What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing all right. You doing man. good? I'm doing all right. Uh, I've been told to tell people that we are the number one uh, sports collectibles podcast. So wow. I want to get that out there, okay, you guys. In case awesome. you didn't know, like there's some imitators uh, out there. There are, man. There's like t- there's like 15 of them. Yeah, there, there are 15. But uh, hey, joining us on the on the one twos and threes here is Mr. Uh, Pat Nishik, Nishak. You know, you know what? Just call him just call him Pat. Uh, he's from he's from Minnesota. He pitched in the WBC, and he's also a uh, a, a pretty badass pitcher for the uh, Philadelphia Phillies right now. What's up, Pat? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, how how are you doing? You tired? Yeah, we had a doubleheader yesterday and uh, got in at 4 a.m., so uh, it's the life of a baseball player. 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the rough life. Yeah, the <laughs> you, rough life. You had a doubleheader with the uh, with the Nationals, right? Yeah, we did. We got rained out on, uh, well, what is it, Friday? We got on Friday, Friday, yeah. Friday, yep, and, and uh, we're trying to get it scheduled to – to n- next September because a lot of us might get traded and then we won't have to play the game, but they decided to play it on <laughs> Sunday. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You might Is that tra- really part of the thought process? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's <gonna be> funny. <laughs> That's awesome though. Now you walked in, you, you kind of walked into uh, some enemy, enemy territory here as yeah. uh you were sitting across from a big Nationals fan, literally and figuratively. Uh, <laughs> he, he loves, he loves the Nats, but uh, you guys split with him, right? Yeah, yeah, we played them tough all year. Uh, uh, you know, they got a man; they're hitting out of their mind right now. Sure, some of those guys, Harper and Zimmerman and Murphy's always tough. And uh, yeah, they got a great team. It's it's gonna be uh, it's always tough playing them. I think we played them twelve or thirteen times already this year. So, jeez, we don't play them again until September. Some okay, I'm there glad you go. that's right. over. Glad that's okay. <laughs> so uh, right here is where we usually do new products and pricing. So we're going to jump into new products and pricing. Let Paul tell us what's new out. All right, Paul. we got some. We got a lot of stuff this week. Do we really? I have okay. No idea. Yeah, okay. more than normal. Um, all right, so we're dropping on Wednesday, the seventeenth. We have Panini. Threads Basketball is coming out. That's always a fun break, right? It is a fun break, absolutely. Uh, all the Threads products are good by Panini, so the basketball is coming out on that. We've got uh, 1617 Tops UEFA Champions League for all your other football people out UEFA there. UEFA soccer. Yes. Uh, right, okay. That's right. coming out as well. Uh, you got a big product dropping this week. Yeah, I sure do. You got a SP Authentic is dropping. coming out, yep. That's awesome for hockey. Uh, and then we also have Majestic Football from Panini. Majestic. Have you seen this stuff? I haven't seen it. Beautiful. Um, There's a reason why they call it Majestic. Oh, really? Is, yeah, it, is, it, is it similar to Mosaic? No, 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 better. No, I think it's better. Better. Yeah, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna enjoy it when you when you get to see it. Okay. So it's good stuff. Uh, also, for our racing fans, we've got Panini Torque Racing's coming out. They did a good job last year, so they got uh, follow up to that. On f- th- those are all on Wednesday. On Friday, we got Tops Inception Baseball. Jeez, which is a little different because it was Bowman Inception Bowman last Inception year. Last so year, we'll right? see what Tops is all about this year. And then uh, let's see here. What else we got? We got a couple new uh, gaming things. We've got Magic the Gathering Dual Decks Mine versus Might. 
God bless deck. you. Okay. Yes, I have no idea what that is, but that's coming out. Uh, and then Pokemon Islands Guardian Tins, because we need more Pokemon Tins in our life. We need more Pokemon um, Tins. Those are coming out as well, uh, so check those out. But um, big hitters this week, SP Authentic, I think. Yeah, that's and, a big uh, one. the Majestic Football will be will be big. Now, Pat, uh, do you do you mess with gaming cards at all? Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no gaming cards. My my son likes those little teeny mate figures. They you lost me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they sell them at like Target and Walmart, <laughs> and they're in the little packs at two, and they're two yep. little guys. Yep, yep, yep. You try to get them, and sometimes they put a glow in the dark one, like seated one out of thirty yeah. packs. So he, yeah, he loves them, and uh, so that's about as close as I get to gaming. Yeah, gaming. Cards. Now, what what new products are you breaking, Pat? Or what do you like? I like. Anything that they put me in. Okay. All right. I got you. I, I collect all like <laughs> my printing plates and one one. So they put me in Gypsy Queen this year. I'll buy Gypsy Queen and uh, uh, Tops Heritage is always a great one. I, that's probably my favorite baseball product. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be scouring eBay to just see just to see what you what got. Kinda, what the breakers are are selling. If okay. you find any of my stuff, if any of it surfaces. Okay. And, uh, so that's always fun. Well, there you go. Well, then tweet at us, Beckett Radio yeah. people. If you pull anything, <laughs> yeah. tweet at us. Let us know. And, and tag Pat in it. Uh, yes. At, it's, it's at Pat Nishik, right? Yeah. Uh, usually, so you'll, whenever a product comes out, I'll find like one or two printing plates, and, and the other others are out in space somewhere. Yeah, they're all, in the, they're all in the top's vault. They're not letting <laughs> yeah. them go. Yeah. Exactly. It's tough, though, because you figure if somebody pulls it, and they just, oh, I'll just keep that, and they just put it on yeah, the shelf somewhere. Know. You may never find uh, that card. I've been trying to put my, my tougher stuff together since my first card in 2006. And um, some of the stuff you just don't see. I think I actually completed the whole rainbow of, uh, of one of my Ginger cards. Oh, okay, but, cool. But some of the other stuff, it's like, does it even exist? You know, you right. wonder, you know, is it in some kid's closet? Is well, you know, a lot of times, in the, a lot of times, the companies they don't pack all the cards out either. You know, exactly. they run. Right, we're going to run a, a million cases of this, and then they've got all these extras left over, and they never yeah, make my, it anywhere. Yeah, my first actual tops card was a box topper. And oh, it was, that's it, cool. It was numbered to five ninety nine. It was in two thousand six tops updated highlights, and then they made a refractor on top of that. It was numbered to twenty five. So I've bought every refractor. I have eight of them. That, and and one, I know of one other one. This guy's trying to hold it hostage to me. He wants like three of my jerseys, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> but I mean, I've only heard of nine of them out there, and, and I mean, there's. What does that leave you with? Sixteen cards just sitting somewhere just in boxes. Yep. I mean, I find it hard to believe. So. Wow, does that happen? Do you find that happens a lot? Guys like hold stuff ransom from you it, when you when they when they know who you are. It. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's funny because like I'm I'm a middle reliever. You know, sure. I, I have an all star, but I mean. It, to me, I just think it's it's laughable. It's like, sure. hey, this isn't gonna really go up too much. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't need to. But but for the most part, I'll work with guys if they want to try to get an autograph or something. But, sure. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, you see it every once in a while. I know uh, you see it on home run balls that uh, people hit. Hey, I want right. four bats from this guy, which is understandable. But. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, you I, don't want any of the home run balls you give up, right? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you no, unless unless it's like pool hooks. <laughs> 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 I'll hold it. It'll be pay for my kids' college someday. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> on the way over, uh, on the way over to here to the uh, to the office, you and I were just chit chatting, and uh, I was kind of amazed that you knew some of your stats. You knew you knew your Jeter stats. We'll get into that later. But <laughs> how many home runs have you given up? Have you given up? Do you know oh, that? I don't even know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't. Even even know and um, the interview's over I'll know the guy, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, I mean, I'll know the guys who hit them. You don't forget that kind of stuff. Right. But uh, I don't know, like, a, a total. Could, uh, could you tell us maybe who's hit the longest home run off of you? Oh, yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, love, oh, I wish you were on TV right Jose now. Jose Bautista. Bautista. Jose Bautista. Oh, Jose he Bautista. Took, he took yeah. me deep in, I think, the third deck in uh, in Minnesota. That oh, jeez. That's coming off from Tommy John. Okay. I think it was a 3-0 count. Give him a cookie and, ooh. And he, he just crushed it? Yeah, grand slam. It was fun. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, jeez. That was, Jose, my, that was my last pitch with the Twins. <laughs> <laughs> For real? <laughs> For real, yeah. For real. Wow. Well, you so, went out with a bang. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wow. funny. And Jose Batista is like the most hated person in the state. I of love Texas. Joey Bats, man. <laughs> Joey Bats is so awesome. When that when that home run happened uh, in Toronto, I was the uh, the the person in the office who wasn't. I'm not a Rangers fan. I don't really care, right? So, I I posted Joey Bats pictures everywhere in the office. <laughs> In the bathroom, in the stalls, all over, <laughs> all over people's desks. I took Toronto Blue. I made, I printed out a bunch of quarter size, uh, or maybe half dollar size Toronto Blue Jays uh, logos and put them out in the in the lunchroom. And said, uh, "Texas Ranger Hat Improvement." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, we were just I, put them I, everywhere. I, I, I think I was with the Astros and we were playing the Royals in the, in the playoffs, so we were pretty happy to see the yeah. the Rangers lose too. Right. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. so awesome. All right, uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get out of here, take a real quick, short, quick break, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk collecting uh, with Pat here. Um, if you guys don't know, he, he's a, he's like a true collector, man. For sure. And uh, he, he has a lot of fun with it, and he does a lot to help you guys out, if you're not aware of. Um, had... Had Mike Mike from Mike Stadium Sports Cards on, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, talked to him last night briefly. Okay. And he f- he found out that, that Pat was coming in, and he said he, he hosted Pat about a decade ago. Okay. In, in his shop, and he said he was a true collector. So uh, Awesome. That's really cool. Uh, shout out to Mike for that. Shout out to Steve Grad right now for help hooking this up, getting Pat in here. And uh, shout out to Major League Baseball for not scheduling a game today <laughs> on the postponement. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Making it all worked out. It all worked out. <laughs> all right, so we're going to take a real, real short, quick break. Be back, talk collecting with Pat. And you know what? I'm Pat's here. We're not... I'm not going to miss this opportunity. We're, we're getting into the animal kingdom later on. Okay, and, uh, sounds good, man. I'm sure he's got some stories. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Steve Grad from Beckett Authentication, and you're listening to the Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right, rolling right along here. We are back live in studio with Pat Nishik of the Philadelphia Phillies. Hey, you know what's cool? No. What's cool? The Phillies. The Phillies are cool? Yeah, I love the Phillies, right? Do you love the Phillies? <laughs> you know I love the Phillies. I do today anyways. Um, you sport that hat all the time. Though. I do sport that That's hat. That's not just for you. That, yeah, that, right? He sports a hat all the time. <laughs> I, I thought it was a P for Paul, but it wasn't. <laughs> it, was, it was for the Phillies. Um, yeah, th- that is true. All right, we're going to get into a little bit of collector-related things here because Pat is a collector, and we want to we wanna know about his collecting habits and what he does. So uh, let's, uh, let's just start with a general question that we always ask everybody. How long have you been collecting, Pat, and what got you into it? Uh, you know, I, I I started, you know, I was I was born in 1980, so uh, my dad would take me to the card shop, and up in Minnesota, there was a place called Schinders, and uh, we would just buy like the tops, uh, baseball and hockey, and try to find Kirby Puckett rookie cards, and and so we did that, and then I had a paper out, I I really did, I had a paper out, and I'd take my money and, and go buy packs of cards. And uh, once I got to junior high, I kind of got away from it. Um, and then I had a roommate in college. 
he would sell a lot of stuff on eBay. He would go get autographs from mm-hmm. college basketball players and college football players. And this is like 99, 2000. So right. like nobody else was really doing this. So you would show up at hotels and you could walk away with like six Ohio State signed basketballs. And it's like, is this really happening? You know, and then right, right. who's coming in next? Duke's coming in next week. And then we could go over to Purdue and, and, uh, there was, there was, it was a lot of fun. I never really knew you could get access to players that easy. And uh, so I started getting into autographs really hard. There was a triple A team in Indianapolis uh, for the Brewers. And, and we'd always go for the opposing teams and get uh, t- tons of stuff signed. And, and, and you get multiples. I remember getting Alfonso Soriano. He was late and missed a bus and we ended up giving him a ride and he signed hundred and some odd cards of wow. he just sat in the back seat and this was before he was even up in the big leagues and and that kind of got me hooked and uh uh and from there i kind of like to build autograph top sets uh some of the minor league sets and, and trade with people and uh that, that's kind of what got me into everything there you go that that's, is pretty cool man you know what i like about that story he had a dark period, just like everybody, everybody else. Everybody has a dark period. <laughs> was it a, wasn't a woman, though. Was it, was it a woman, though? Was it a girl in middle school that you said, <laughs> yeah, this is not... Because that, <laughs> that's the story we always get, is that that girl comes into the picture, and they're like, this is not cool. i got to focus on the girl. Yeah, you know, I think in, in the, the mid-'90s, you know, uh, the packs of cards started going up in price, and, and there wasn't really... You know, I didn't really see the value in, in, in any of that, and it, it, it kind of wasn't fun. And, sure. Uh, and, and I, th- I think you saw that with a lot of kids from, from my generation. Uh, uh, it kind of died out, and then you kind of saw a resurgence with the Bowman products, with uh, the Pujols rookie card, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of the. There was a pretty good class then in the early two thousands that kind of got a lot of people back into it. Sure, that O one O one Bowman's. Yeah, 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 and the yeah, Ichiro, Ichiro was right was around there. Yeah, Ichiro was right around that time, so that kind of mm-hmm. kind of springboard. And Ryan ha- and was it Ryan Howard had huge cards there Howard, in, uh, in the early 2000s. And too. David Wright, yep. they came out yep. the same year, yep. yeah. So they were huge. Very nice, so very cool. All right, man. Good stuff, man. So, w- so you talked about getting pocket rookies. Was there something else that you like had to have when you were a kid? Like you were shooting up, shooting to, to get out of a pack. I, I remember the first product I thought was really awesome. I, I believe Score put Mickey Mantle autographs yes. into the packs, and I actually pulled one, and what? it was amazing. I, I, that is amazing. I, yeah, I pulled it out of uh, – 91, right? They, I think it was 91. Yeah, it was 91. It was called the franchise. It was, it was score, the, and uh, they did like three guys. They did like Musial. Um, Man, I know they Musial, did the Maggio the year before. Yep. I forget the gosh. I can't think of it. I got it in my head, but I can't think of it. The green border card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's who it yep. was. There you go. And uh, I went to a Target, and it was like those big cello, cello packs, and and I was like, "What is this?" And it said, "This is a real autograph." I was like, "This is you know, this yeah, can't be real. Wrong, yeah. Dad, is this real?" It's, yeah. And and sure enough, it was. And I mean, that was kind of like a once in a lifetime hit. You know, you for, know how you can for tell for a ten year old. You know how you can tell if a Mickey Mantle autograph is real? real? It smells like bourbon. <laughs> if it smells like bourbon, it's a real Mickey Mantle Yeah, autograph. it was cool. I mean, he did it in gold paint pen, and, uh, man, it, it was uh, it was kind of like, what is this? Because you, you're used to seeing – I remember Topps Gold was big, and yep. you could redeem for the, the – the the black gold the black cards gold, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was like the biggest thing back then so uh that was kind of a new age when the, when the autographs came into that stuff that's yeah, very cool it's very cool um now did you have other friends that were into collecting other than your friend in, in college that got you back into it but did, like was it as a group thing that you guys hung out and collected together or not, not really i mean in college it was more 
you know, I would kind of just be his lackey and hand stuff sure, to, sure. for him to go sell. And then we'd have pizza money. And I was just more interested in, wow, we could go, uh, you know, we could go out to this NBA hotel and see Allen Iverson get on the bus or Kevin Garnett coming in at, at 2 a.m. It was really cool to me from Minnesota because we don't have any of the – the minor league teams to right. do that, and, and it was very eye-opening. But, no, there really wasn't any, you know, when we were younger, a lot of us, we collected, but it was kind of just for fun. Uh, uh, you know, to, to, there wasn't autographs, though, and, and we would just trade and stuff. So. Oh, there you go. I remember those days. A lot, a lot of <laughs> trading, a lot of, uh, a lot of hey, you got this Bo Jackson, and I need it. And, uh, and I'm going yeah. to give you this uh, Howie Long for Yeah, here's this Howie Long. There you go. We should have been, been trading for the Jeters. Dude, now, yeah. was, it, was, it straight, was it straight baseball back then for you, or was it all sports? It was a, a little hockey. Yeah. A little hockey, because Minnesota was. Yeah, with the North Stars, and they moved Yeah, North here. Stars, yeah. yep. You try to get Gretzky stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, it wasn't really vintage. It was more of the, for us, it was like, what's the newest thing? What, you know, I think 87 tops really set everything off for, for me. Cool. Very cool. So what was – um? that's – you like 87 tops. Yeah, the yeah. Wood I remember going that green. That's the, that's I remember the going to Sam's Club. About. I think I, I spent 45 bucks on a box of 87 tops. And, and back then it looked like a good deal. But <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's also about the mantle card. So I guess um, – I mean, I guess that has to be – like, is that probably your best pull that you got? As a kid? As a kid, definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, uh, pull uh, what a, you know, I, I, I don't know. I opened a lot of triple threads. There was some some cool stuff. Oh, okay, uh, you, sure. You get pieces of Babe Ruth jersey and right, right, right. right. Those those booklets, those are always f fun to see come That's out. Cool. I uh, some laundry tags I'd pull out sometimes. I I really don't do a lot of the new stuff unless I'm in it. So sure, okay, I got you. Well, so what was that like? Yeah, yeah, there you go. When you got your first card, what was that? I mean. Well, Walk us it, through that. you know, it took me. It was it was weird because you get the minor league cards, which I don't really consider you know real cards, but that was pretty neat seeing that. Um, but you always want that tops card, right? And uh, it was weird. I always had really good stats, and I was like, when are they should you know all of my other teammates in a ball were getting Bowman cards. That's when they used to make right the, the cards with guys that didn't have service time. Never got one, and uh, I finally I, I got to the big leagues, and I had a really good first year, and and. And they said, you're going to card, but it's a box topper. <laughs> well, the first thing I did is I ordered four <laughs> cases of the product. So right. tops, tops knew they could sucker me into. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up with like 48 cases of, uh, or 48 packs of, or boxes of this updates and highlights. And Jeez. I pulled a couple of the number to 599 ones. Oh, okay. Uh, that was really fun. Uh, it was weird. It was it was uh, it was kind of a feeling like you made it. I thought for sure. me, just because uh, uh, you always want that tops card. <laughs> yeah, it meant a lot to me. That's cool. Do you have every card you ever been on? I do. Um, I have them base wise. Uh, I mean, I guess. Oh, base. Yeah, easily. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I try to. Everything that I've seen surfaced. I mean, I made a good run at. I I, I believe I have everything that has come out okay <laughs> but a lot of it's it, it's tough i mean when you start getting to that the one-on-ones those are like i said you don't know if some of them even exist right that's true <laughs> and even some of the stuff out of 10 and 25 you know i mean there's 
like you were talking about the box topper being out 25 yeah. and you you know you have eight of them yeah but like you said where's the rest of them yeah yeah so. where are they <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, at, they're at dave and adams and blowout That's yeah where yeah rob Ferris has them all rob Ferris has somewhere yeah i'm waiting for their uh black black friday have sale you, black not, friday. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever bought anything from rob Ferris uh, at burbank sports cards have you ever burbank bought? yes i did yeah yep. Yep. rob yep. will Rob has everything. He could probably, you could probably buy a hundred of your cards. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, I, I really like, I have an 07 heritage card. That's a short print, <clears throat> which I, I kind of collect now. Cause yeah. I, I don't see it. Like people will send autographs to get signed and I probably see like three or four a year, even oh, okay. at stadiums when people get me to sign. So it's a, it's a pretty rare card. I think I own about 300 of them. Wow. <laughs> and I remember buying them. <laughs> I think I bought a, a few from him. I know he, he used sure. to have everything, but now you, the card's just elusive now. You don't right. see it. So right. you, you could you could find it in the, the people that build the master sets. But other than that, I mean, no, I just don't see it. <laughs> are you a set builder? I used to be. I haven't been recently. No, not yeah. recently. I, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do Heritage. Sure. I think Heritage is is a blast. Everybody loves heritage, together. right? Yeah, it's like everybody's thing. Yeah. Except for <laughs> mine. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not my favorite yeah. product. But. It, it, it's, it's fun because every year, I mean, they try to take something in from that year that, you know, this year they had a lot of yellow names. This year, you know, right. they had a black back or something. So, I mean, it, it's you never know. It, this year's product was really tough to distinguish a lot of the stuff. They put a, a darker yellow gray back on one. They right. Did a, and they didn't put the code was the same code, so it's really hard to distinguish. To is this out. the short print? Is it not? I do have a short print in it. They put my number on my sleeve. That's the only way I could tell it's oh, okay. my short print. But, uh, gotcha. but yeah, I have to ask though because I don't and I don't know the answer. Do you have any of the the Panini Instant or Tops Now cards or anything like that? No, uh, the leaf. The leaf uh, I haven't bought one? any. No, okay. but I, I do Tops Bunt. The, but uh, do you have one yourself though? They haven't I made, don't, they haven't, no, oh, okay. no right, I thought, I you sure. know, I thought I might get one for the WBC. Yeah, There's a lot of thinking. cool moments. Yeah, right. No, but I know Adam Jones got one that was right. really cool. Right, um, right. And, yeah, no, there wasn't, I haven't, it's tough as a middle reliever to have a, to have a Tops Now moment. True. I, I don't know what you can really do to even, you, never you might have to like <laughs> go in, pitch the inning, and then go get a double or something. There you go. Close the game. That's the only way you're going to be like CC Sabathia and start hitting home runs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 tough. I mean, I might be the guy that uh, if I do get one, I'll be the guy giving like a high five in the back. back. Yeah, that's the only time you're going to see me on the top snow cards. That's cool. Now, I wasn't sure if you had one or not, but I no, I'd love to get one though. Do that's you cool. collect your uh, your teammates' cards? I do. You know what? One of the cool things that I've been doing is. Uh, I, I've bought the tops of the base sets, the uh, and, and I've been sending them over to get autographed from okay. all the teams. Sure. So I did 13, 14, 15, and 16 tops. Okay. And for the last three years, anytime a, a opposing team comes in, I'll send a stack. I mean, now it's down to like 10 guys because I, I, I pretty much hit everybody up. But uh, I've been building these. You know, you, you'll get the tops team card with like five guys on it. Sure signed by everybody it's pretty cool uh oh, cool. i'm down to about on every side of that, i'm down to about 90 guys and it's usually guys that had one year or the old guy like jeter that retired and i couldn't get him in time oh, and, I gotcha. uh, so but that's the challenge is it's kind of cool it's kind of autograph collecting is kind of a lifelong thing where you, you might run into a guy here a guy will be doing a signing over there you never know. Uh, somebody on Twitter might help me get a get a card, and uh, and and I really enjoy that. I think that's, that's cool. really fun. Now, did you ever face Jeter? Oh, great! You gotta tell the story. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't sorry. even know. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. He uh, 
he is tough. Um, I faced him I, a bunch my rookie year. I know I struck him out once, I believe twice. I'm not sure, but he, <laughs> a funny story. We were playing at Yankee Stadium, and and I struck him out. And, and if anybody's watched me pitch, I have kind of a uh, an elaborate follow through where it looks like I might be pointing at the hitter or saying uh, something. Uh-huh. I got gotcha. you. And he said something to Ron Gardner. He, he he said, "What's this guy doing? Is he showing me up?" Uh, and Gardner's like, "Watch him pitch. He does it to every guy he faces. That's his right. follow through." And <laughs> and I guess he got mad. I faced him the next day, and. Uh, and uh, the same thing happened, and I, I think he was g- going to come over and talk to me right. and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> but 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 no, I, I he, he was awesome. You know, he, every time he came in, uh, he got hit up so hard from other players and front office people for, for autographs, oh, and, yeah. and he never had a problem. You could, you know, I remember he, his final season. We were in St. Louis. And I think the entire team ordered jerseys. Oh, geez. so they sent over thirty-five jerseys and two dozen balls, and and he knocked them out. Like he he never had a problem, and. And some guys you would have a problem with. And, oh, sure. Yeah. So, and, and he was, you know, that's the thing I think I admired most about him was he was very professional and treated all the other players great. That's cool. Very cool story. He's a, I'm a big Jeter guy. You know, I, like he's probably, I think he's the most, I think he's like the Tim Duncan of baseball, right? Like he just did everything consistently, he, you know, very fundamental. And, you know, he didn't show a lot of flash and everything. There's a reason they call him the captain, right? Right. But to hear that. <laughs> that Pat's little follow through shook him a little bit. That's kind of funny. I loved it. You know, I, I, being a young guy in my first year, I was like, this is awesome. He knows my name, you know? Right, right. Hey, I got to put a mental image into his brain. That's fun. But yeah, he, I mean, to win five World Series and then, jeez, he, he did it all. He, he absolutely did. They, you know, they, they, they put him in, uh, put him out there. What do they, what do they call that out there in Yankee Stadium? The Tribute Park? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Monument Park. Monument Park. That's yep. right. They put yep. him out there in Monument Park last night. He got his due diligence, which we, we, we've really been waiting for this day for like three years, <laughs> right? Because it was just a matter of time. Right. Yeah. You know, it was. so, uh, uh, shout out to the Yankees for doing what's right, even though we all knew it was coming, I guess. <laughs> now, uh, I asked you another question in, in the car on the way over. It was, uh, <laughs> About about uh, who who was your toughest and uh, we brought up Beltre. Yeah. yeah, so Beltre's your, your guy, toughest right? righty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he uh, he's a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a couple homers off me. I think I faced him about twenty times. So that's I think my most faced guy in the big leagues, and he's in I think around three hundred. He's uh, nice. Yeah, most righties. <laughs> I mean, most righties I don't have a problem with, but uh, hopefully he stays on the bench this weekend or. He, I don't know if he's hurt or what's going on. <laughs> it's, it's, it wouldn't it wouldn't break my heart to have him take, take a couple of days off this week. There you touch go. his head, like he hates that, right? <laughs> so just touch his head and see see what happens. No, he's he's had a remarkable career, though. I mean, oh yeah, uh, you know, you look at him. I think in 2010 he was with the Red Sox, and you're thinking it might be done for him. And right, holy cow, the guy got so strong. I mean, he put Texas back on the map, and uh, he's still doing. It. I mean, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He really is. I, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Paul, you think he's a Hall of Famer? I would agree with that. I, I think so, yeah, too. I would agree with that. I think he will. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know too much about him until I moved to Texas, honestly. Right. And, and everybody down here just loves him. Right. So, I, yeah. I, I've followed him all over. You know, he was in Seattle and, you know, down here and I, I mean, L.A., you know. So, I love him. I love him. I think he's great. But uh, who – right, let's, let's, let's wrap this segment up. I'm going to ask you this last question. Who are the biggest collectors in baseball that you that you know of? Uh, the biggest, uh, Dimitri Young used to do a lot of the graded cards, but he sold everything. Really? He's out. Yep. Oh, uh, wow. 
He's yeah. He had all one of the best. Uh, he's a big dude. Graded too, yeah. rookie card <laughs> collections. It was nuts. It was like Roberto Clemente's PSA ten. Uh, every guy's ten, and and he sold it. I think in two thousand eleven. I think everything's about quadrupled since that oh, time. So man. you kind of feel bad, but uh, right. Um, you know, maybe that's what ignited the whole market. Um, Brad Ziegler with yeah, the Marlins, the, huge. Yeah. He 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 has an account with Tops. Yeah. And so he'll spend hundreds That's of funny. thousands of dollars looking for bat barrel knobs, ah. and and, uh, and uh, he's fun. Uh, he he does the same thing as me. He sends over a lot of uh, sure uh, autographs to the the players, and he's trying to build sets too. Um, other than that, I, I know Hector Santiago does jerseys. Mm-hmm. He just hoards jerseys. And he hoards them. Yeah, <laughs> gets everybody to sign. But other th- other than that, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of closet guys that won't, yeah, they won't tell you out, what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, a sure. lot of guys get baseballs and stuff, but uh, I don't know too many guys that buy just go do out the, do the boxes of cards. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, because you're ki- as a kid, that's all you want to. You know, it's like your dream, and then you want to make it to the pros, and then what happens? Like, there's I, a disconnect. Know, I, in there. I think a lot of guys just aren't informed or don't know stuff exists or where to find them. Oh, and, that could uh, be it. But yeah, I know they know they have cards. So right, yeah. <laughs> I say, yeah. I mean, coming up, coming up as rookies, you know, coming through the minor league system, and you know, tops is pimping them out, and Panini is pimping them out. You gotta, yeah. you gotta know, right? I mean, yeah, yeah you. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't crazy. get it. It's <laughs> absolutely crazy. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back and talk a little bit about Pat's career. Just some general questions about that, and. Uh, Maybe we'll get into a little bit of the WBC because that was pretty freaking awesome. And for bring, sure. Bring home the title for the USA. And then uh, you know, we'll let him talk about his website. If you haven't checked out his website, you really need to, get a, to go do that, man. He cares about the collector. He, he it's, It says right up front there, if you need a card, you know, send him a card of anything, and he'll send it back to you. So Awesome. Um, we'll, we'll let him talk about that. But we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is Carbon Chung from GTS Distribution, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're right back after that quick break. I uh, hope you checked out the uh, Periscope video that we did. Uh, sure. should be up live now, uh, especially if you're listening to this because it's happening after the fact. Um, that was uh, Upper Deck 2017 Clerks. Which, A movie. Uh, yeah. I love I love the movie. I love the movie. It's yeah, it's so we had a lot of fun breaking that. Uh, Pat's gonna go back and watch the uh, the Clerks movie tonight. Maybe I don't know if you can get it over there in the hotel. You guys are staying in a nice hotel, man. That's uh yeah right there where the Byron Nelsons played. Yeah, so. yeah. You never know some of these hotels where you're gonna be. <laughs> sure. I, I plan a different team every year, so it's like, where are we staying at this year? Oh, we're here. Okay. That's a good question, actually, because it leads right into our first question. Uh, this segment, you've, you've played on a bunch of different teams, and uh, yeah. so what's it like moving around? Are you used to it by now, or is it, I mean, does it uh, suck? Or? It kind of sucks, uh, but it's, it's, it's fun, too. I mean, uh, it's tough with the family, though, Okay. W- with three kids now, um, and my wife, uh, she does a really good job. In, you know, she'll be she'll be alone uh, when we're on the road, and then kids might drive her nuts. Uh, sure, but uh, it's uh, it's different. I mean, uh, that's kind of the life of a middle reliever when you get into free agency. Uh, yeah, you'll get traded at the deadline if you're not on a good team, and if you're on a good team, uh, you got to perform and do well. So um, you never know where you're gonna be. <laughs> now, you you were traded from the Astros to the Phillies. Uh, how did you end up? And the Astros were you traded from the Cardinals to the to the? I was after the Cardinals. I was a free agent. Okay, all um, right. And so it was kind of fun. I got to shop around and and, sure. and and take 
offers from a lot of different teams. And it was kind of funny because the year before, uh, I didn't have any major league offers. I had, uh, I had two offers for minor league job with the Cardinals, and one was with the Brewers, and the Brewers wouldn't give me an invite to spring training. And then I decided, I, hey, I got to take this Cardinals offer, and I had a really good spring, made the team, became an all-star. Sure. And then you go into the, that free agency, and teams are throwing – 10 to 20 million dollars offers at you right and it's just like what just happened <laughs> nobody had even invite me to spring training and now you're giving me millions of dollars so i i thought that was pretty humorous and uh, <laughs> uh it was numerous teams i i, I believe there's eight teams that was pretty similar to houston's offer sure um and so you just for me i want to get the most i can uh-huh. include you know you factor in the state taxes sure. and how the team's gonna be and it became. It came down to the the Pirates and uh, Houston, and and I chose Houston. Came on down here to Houston, Houston yeah. the armpit of Texas. Yeah, yeah, the humid side of Texas. So, were you not given any offers uh, for for spring training uh, invitations or anything because of your Tommy John or because, what? no? You know, it, it's baseball's kind of a sport where they want to say see are you trending up are you trending down and i think with oakland you know i got in a position where uh we had a lot of good we we won the west both years in 12 and 13 and uh we had a really good bullpen sure we were winning a lot of games they were close games i really didn't get to pitch much okay and and so i had a three and a half i believe era which wasn't bad but i had like 50 innings. i didn't pitch much so i don't think a lot of teams really knew what I could do. Um, they didn't really scout me that much. They didn't really get to see me. And uh, that's baseball. When you get to about 32, 33, they want to, you know, they think they think you're done. Sure. And, sure. and so when I'm 34, I had, I made the all-star team out of nowhere. My fastball was back. I was pitching. And, and that's, for the most part, this whole game is, is getting an opportunity. Sure. A lot of guys, they could run with it if, if you put them in the closing spot. Hey, what's, you know, sink or swim. You suck. You're going back to the minors. Right. And uh, I think a lot of guys would do well, but it's just getting that opportunity, which which doesn't come along for a lot of guys. Sure. That's awesome, man. You, know, you, mentioned, you mentioned Oakland. Is Billy Bean really, like, that, like, fanatical about stats? I mean, is he just – Yeah, you know, I, I thought they did a really good job. He assembled a team there. Um, it was a lot of good young guys. You could tell we're going to be superstars someday. Sure. Um he spotted me. I was in AAA with Baltimore, just sitting there trying to get, you know, I was like, hey, call me up or release me. I want to get out of here. I had a really good year. And, and he recognized those numbers and, and traded for me and brought me right up to the big leagues with them. <laughs> and uh, I think they they do a great job at scouting the minors. Sure. And, and, and they know value of guys. They have a problem with keeping, you know, uh, keeping those guys around, right, and 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 keeping good clubhouse guys, and and you know it, it's really just a shame that he couldn't have kept the, the those teams from twelve and thirteen, and even fourteen for the most part. I know they sold out to get Lester and and uh, Samarja, yeah. But but man, we had something special, and it, it was kind of sad. You know, it, it's it, it was one of those you could one of those things where you can really value, uh, you could really know everything you can about a guy, but if you don't know how to keep a bunch sure. of guys together and pay them and stuff, you're, sure. you're going to struggle. And that's why I don't think they'll ever win there. Really? You don't yeah. think they'll ever win? Was Coco Crisp there when you were there? Yeah, yeah. he was. He was awesome. You have a crazy <laughs> Coco Crisp story because he's, he's, he's the man, right? I mean, Yeah, he, he was he was kind of our spark plug in 12. I mean, he uh, you know he would run through the wall and, and, and get hurt. And when he was hurt, 
we would lose a couple of games and it was like we need Coco back in the lineup and 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 he was so good in 12 where he would bunt to get on, steal second, steal third, and then somebody would get him in. And it was just like, <laughs> That's amazing. It was, it, yeah, it was kind of clockwork. And uh, it, he, he was great. I mean, I know he had, he had a really cool, uh, I believe it was Topps Heritage. We had the big Afro the one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That Remember was a cool card. card to get signed. Yeah, so he, <laughs> That was a cool card. He, he was our spark plug, though. He always had the music on in the clubhouse, and he was kind of the life of the life of the team. That's awesome. Good deal. So how did you end up? playing in the world baseball classic i don't you know i got a call from joe tory god i think it was like february 1st and most of these guys that's a cool call to get yeah right? most of these guys <laughs> knew they were on this team in november so i mean i don't know how many guys must have said no to get down to me oh, which which i mean i'm a, i've had a, a pretty good career but i mean i usually don't get the call for for prospect stuff uh, it was unbelievable to get you know make the all-star team but uh, in 14 but uh yeah, he uh, he called and, and said, hey, would you want to do this? And, and I haven't – you know, I'm one of those late start – I don't play catch until like two weeks before spring. Oh, okay, like, okay. He's like, are you ready? Have you been have you been throwing lots of bullpens? Right. I'm like, yeah, Mr. Torrey, yes, yes, I'm ready to go. Well, he's like, we need you at your best. And I'm like, I'll be there. And he's like, well, how many bullpens have you thrown? I've thrown a few. You, you know, and – Yeah, and, and so – so I was kind of really nervous that I wouldn't be ready, and and uh, we had a couple games with our with the Phillies. I got to pitch in, and then you you basically get thrown right into these games, and they're on live TV and and, and, right, right. and in front of the whole world. And I remember my first outing was uh, it was first and second with one out. I think it was the seventh or eighth inning against Columbia. You know, and we're not we're supposed to kill Columbia. Right, right, right. And right. so I'm in here and, and <clears throat> I get a I get a double play and I'm like, Oh, I'm glad that's over. <laughs> and Leland comes out and goes, You're going back out there, kid. And I'm yeah. like, oh, oh man, okay. Fail. So so you're just hoping your stuff's there. For me it was like, I just hope to throw this ball over the plate and I don't right, make a right. mockery of this. Uh but but I got that game in and then we went out, out to San Diego and uh pitched in another game and then ugh, some of those games with like Dominican Republic were we're we're bigger than playoff games, you know. Yeah. I've I've pitched in a few playoff games, and uh, it, this was crazy. <laughs> it was it was it was uh, the fans were nuts. Um, the situation was it was you know everybody on Twitter's talking about it, and uh, I'm just lucky I made some good pitches because <laughs> I can be the most hated guy too. <laughs> no, that's, right? true. that's true. You guys uh, finally you guys brought home the title. Obviously, uh, I don't it's br- it's brought home the title. They're correct. The USA won. That's yeah, what I want to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys, uh, what was that like in that moment? What was that like? You know, now? we went in uh, the first day, and, and Leland's kind of like, hey, you know, you guys are great, but nobody expects anything from you guys. And he's like, to make this tournament really good, I'd love to see the USA win this. And uh, uh, But he's like, you guys are kind of the underdogs, as, as funny as it sounds, because you've never done anything. And, uh, you know, we just kind of took it one step at a time. Uh uh, the bats were kind of slow to get going. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we lost in the first round to Dominican, but we beat Canada and Colombia. But yeah, it was <laughs> it, 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 when we won it. It was funny. Jim Leland was doing a little jig over in the corner dancing, and so it's <laughs> funny to see an old guy yeah, dancing, it, and he had a uh, a big stogie in his mouth. He was pretty excited, <laughs> you know. And it, it was cool because I played against him a lot when I was with the Twins, um, seeing him on the Tigers. Uh, he's been to World Series, and he said this was. This is a big up there, yeah. It was he, he thought it was better than 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 going there and, and doing that. So, uh, 
for me, it's probably the coolest thing I've done in my career. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll never forget it. You know, we had the big eagle. Right, uh, right. And, and uh, Luke Ragerson just put that up for auction. Really? At, at Golden Auctions. Wow. Yeah. And I believe it's up to $60,000. Wow. He's uh, donating all the money to St. Jude's. So it's, 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 That's, that's really a cool. good deal. It's cool that's to really see cool. it. I really wanted it for my house. <laughs> but once it got to a certain price, I was like, well, I might have to go buy a replica. There you go. <laughs> what was it like playing for Leland? I mean, I mean, he's he's – it's Jim Leland, right? He's a legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's a guy. When I was with the Twins, I always respected him, and I was like, I'd love to play for that guy. Sure. So so the first day, when when we got there, I don't know if he's the one who might have got me on the team. He came over. He goes, man, I hated watching you. He's like, you were such a competitor, and just hearing that from him was like, this is so cool. And then every game I pitch. You know, he pitched me in the seventh or eighth in these big situations. Sure. And here you got like Andrew Miller and David Robertson on the bench and right. Melanson. And I'm like, why is he going with me? This is nuts. <laughs> you know, it'd be a big lefty up. And that's kind of like my weakness. I, if I, you know, if I have one and it's like, I'm the lefty specialist. And, you know, I faced the guy from Japan. He was like, I think he had, he was like the Babe Ruth of Japan. He had like sure. 50 home runs. He takes Melanson out, brings me to two outs. I'm like I thought a righty was up, and here's this big bopper from Japan, and nice. I, I got the, I threw a changeup, and luckily he popped out, and uh, <laughs> man, I was just like, what the heck? And he's like, I trust. You. He's like, I love you, you know. Making Leland, your, thanks, making man. I really respect you, but that was kind of a bad move there, you know. But he was that was that's one guy. I'm, yeah, he he's awesome. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. He's, he's oh definitely he's gonna be cool. Hall of Famer. Definitely gonna making be you earn your paycheck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It was intense. Now, were you able to like it? I don't know how any of this works. Were you able to take your family with you on that, or is that something you had to go out alone? <laughs> well, or? we were down in. Uh, my wife was at the time. I think she was eight months pregnant. Um, but we oh, were okay. in Florida, so she just she drove down. To, yeah, we okay. they they got to go to all the games in Miami, and then when we went out to San Diego, she stayed back. Okay, and, uh, I got you. But a lot of the families did go out there. Um, they had a bus for all the families after the game. It was oh, very nice. it was kind of a. Kind of a little different situation. They had really tight security at the hotels and oh, stuff, yeah, um, and the family buses. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, uh, it it was really cool to, to to have them there for that first round. I bet yeah. so. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you can incorporate your family into something like yeah. that, you know, it's a good deal. Like when Paul went to Disney with all thirty-seven of his kids. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-seven. Oh, Thirty-six. The, the number keeps going up. Keeps going up. Keeps going up. All right, so you mentioned earlier in the uh, earlier in the podcast that you were a all star an all star in 2014. Um, you said it kind of came out of nowhere. Can you kind of walk us through that? Like, were you, what, what, were you fan voted in, or were you, was it a? Uh, I, I don't. I honestly, I don't, I don't know. Matheny was the coach, so I don't know if it was a coach's decision. Okay. But I mean, it was weird. You know, I showed up to spring training, and they basically told me, "Hey, you probably will make the team, but it'll be for a month because Jason Mott's coming back from." Tommy John, so you're kind of just filling in for him. And, and so my first out in, <laughs> I came in, I gave a home run to Todd Frazier. It was of like course. my first at bat of the year. And I'm like, <sighs> next day, they bring me in for like a righty specialist to get this one audience, Brandon Phillips. So I walk him. Nice. So I'm just sitting there like, okay, this is going to end here in like a week and a half. It was a good run. At least I got, you know, to the big leagues for a couple of days here. Right. And then uh, I went on a run. I think I went on like a 20-game scoreless streak after that. Sweet. And, uh I kind of, after every couple out-ins, I gained a little bit more confidence with Mike Matheny. And, uh, 
before long, I was pitching the eighth and ninth, and I, and I believe I had a sub one ERA at the the break with a really good wow with really good numbers, and I think I got a lot of respect from around the league. Uh, my fastball came back, and uh, yeah, it, it's like I said, it's a lot about getting an opportunity and, and seeing if you could run with it. And, Sweet, uh, yeah, it's awesome. So when you say your fastball came back, what, what are you throwing? Um, you know, before Tommy John, I was, I was like 91, I was African, okay. but you know, you could get up to 93, 94 every once in a while and, right. and coming from the side, I throw sidearm. So, um, it's, it's real deceptive. Right. And oh, that's yeah, kind of, sure. that's kind of, that's been what makes me good. And, and so when I was with Oakland, it was, it was there, but I really didn't trust it much. And, uh, St. Louis, it, you know, you have Yachty Molina back there, and right. he's like, hey, kid, I like your fastball. Let's keep going with this, you know. Oh, that's and, cool. And uh, that, that gave me a lot of confidence. Awesome. Who's your favorite catcher to throw to? Is it, is it Yachty? Oh, yeah, Yachty. Yeah. yeah, easily Yachty. Yep. He uh, he he could read hitters' minds. You really? Know? If, <laughs> if, you watch, if you watch any of their games, you'll see him. And if you really want, he'll look. He'll just be sitting there. What's this guy? Okay, he's trying to hit a homer right here. We're gonna go with this. <laughs> he does. He just wants to make contact right here. Let's do this. You know, and it, it was. Wow. Yeah, it was. You don't really see that from a lot of uh, catchers that that are out in the league right now. Is there a, a pitcher that you tried to emulate coming up, coming up, or, or someone that you just really respect? Not or? really, because I'm I'm so different. Yeah. Um, I liked guys that. Uh, you know, I kind of just went after guys. I, I really liked Octavio Dotel. Okay. Um, oh, all right. Wow, that's a name I haven't I heard. Say, like I haven't heard that name in a long 40 time. Years. Yeah, he was kind of he was he was crazy. I mean, early in his career, he strike everybody out. Lidge would strike everybody out. Mm-hmm. Those guys are fun to watch. Bob, I didn't get to watch Bob Gibson, but I mean, hearing yeah. hitters talk about him, you, sure. you like having uh, that respect. So. Sure, of course. That's uh. Now, what about like the nasty boys, like Norm Charlton and uh, <laughs> all those guys from Cincinnati? Did you? I, you know, I was a big Twins fan. So, ah. uh, I, you know, the Twins won in '87. When did the Reds? '88. Yeah, '88. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, uh, no. So That's not okay. not really. No, okay. I, I'm trying to think of '80s. <laughs> you know, when I was that age, I wanted to be a hitter. I thought I was going to be a shortstop and stuff, and I didn't. I didn't really like pitchers. So. And, you didn't, you, <laughs> and oddly enough, you don't have a batting average. You have you have no at bats. No, no, I do bats. have a triple A at bat. Oh, you, you do have, have a triple no A at bat. Bats. One for one. Yeah. One for one, folks. Yeah. He's, a, he's a career 1,000. It's funny. <laughs> I was an all-state shortstop, but that was – we're coming up on 20 years almost now. So I, I'd probably need about six months of sure. batting practice in the cages to at least resemble anything that could do anything. Wow, <laughs> no at bats. None. No. None. Hey, I, you don't, got... I don't want one either. You don't want one either. <laughs> Just got... for kicks, man. Before it's oh, over. It'd be awful. It'd be awful. <laughs> you know, the one guy I got a hit off, it was Eric Stoltz. And he was he's a lefty that throws about 85. And those pitches look like 95 to me. Ah, so if gotcha. that guy's throwing 85 and it looks like 95, could you imagine what 95? I wouldn't have a shot. Go up so. against Chapman or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try to let him walk me. Yeah. <laughs> Please on four pitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got some cards in front of you there, man. I think I think Paul went back and found probably five or six cards. Yeah. Why don't you take a look at those yeah. and, and walk us through and like do, and like obviously that's an art card. You're not. I, I don't. Gypsy Queen probably just took took a picture right, of that. So in the Gypsy end. Queen, obvious Photoshop. Because yeah. <laughs> when I first saw this card, I'd never even pitched in a Phillies uniform. So this is with Houston. Uh, I believe this is against the Mariners on a bunt attempt late in. September. Okay. I think I remember that. Okay. Wow. Uh, let's see. This 
This is an actual Astros photo. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Yeah. This is from 2015. Jeez. Tops Heritage. This was in the update set, but they actually released a box. Okay. A, a, a packs of these. Yes. I know in 2014 I had a Cardinals card. And that was only, the update was only released as a oh, set. The factory set, yeah. Yeah, which was kind of cool because it was hot with loaded with rookies that year. So right. It was kind of tough to find the card. Um, oh, that's an oldie. This is 2007 tops. Yeah. This is actually from 2006. This is before I even pitched a. So they used a photo from 06. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's my first like tops base card. Um, and they used to do like red backs on the back. Yeah, sure. There's a gold uh, version, right? Yeah, I have the gold. I have the platinum, actually, the one-on-one. Oh, cool. Yeah, I have three of the printing plates. Oh. I have the copper. <laughs> the <laughs> gotcha. copper. Yeah, they did a copper. Cool. Um, Very nice. I'm trying to think what else they did for this. Do you remember the photo shoot itself? Like, Yeah, you know? yeah. They, you would come out. This is probably about 7 a.m. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and it was kind of cool. Uh, these days, back then, they would let the autograph people in, so this was kind of like their sure. Christmas. Where sure, sure. These guys would all have to walk by, and they might have a chance to get in, like Joe Mauer, okay. Jim Tomey, or Justin Morneau, whoever was there, the big guy. Um, but yeah, it. Uh, you show up, and there's about three photographers out on the field. Um, you do the generic shots, like, hey, we need one. Show the ball with the laces. Right, right, right. Okay, now go to your windup, and and since I'm sidearm, I'd go down here, and they'd be like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> go up here, and I'm like, I don't go up there. And it was just like a big argument. I was like, okay, I'll just do it here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but th- that's what they would do on the photo days. Um, they were just mad. He was, they were, he was calling them out. That's yeah. all. He yeah. was just pointing <laughs> at them, and they just couldn't understand why. And this is the 17, and that's not with my new team. So. Not with your new team. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a period, Tops, uh, they had an image. I believe it started in 2009. They had this, like, I would throw the ball, and somehow, like, for the next four years, they had I was on a different team, but they had like the same like arm position. Really? Yeah, I don't know if they if it was like a running joke at tops. Like, hey, let's give them <laughs> the four same <laughs> images of him in different jerseys. But I believe I have an A's, have an A's card, a Cardinals card, a two Twins cards with like the same. Same. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, hey, tops, cut it out. It's, it's funny, but it's kind of this right, is give me fun. some variety. Yeah, yeah. like. I throw different. Come on, do something. <laughs> give me a horizontal. You need a card with a bat, even if you don't get. Yeah. A, like, even yeah. if you don't get a, a picture, like you need a top short print with. I got a minor a league card. They, they used to do these. They make the minor league cards, and they'd be like, "Hey, we're gonna do a portrait for your baseball card." And I said, "Hey, can I go grab a pen and pretend like I'm signing a ball or something?" And right. That was kind of cool. Oh, that's thought. cool. So I got Good one of deal. those. But yeah, it's it's. You know, it'd be nice if. Uh, Tops would do some fun, fun stuff like fun that. Stuff. Or just the random guys. <laughs> maybe you could get in like, well, they did like wacky packages last year. Remember with the, uh, the sticker sets? Maybe you get in one of those. Yeah, maybe. I mean, switch it up. Get some, just get a different variety of guys. That'd be, yeah. be kind of fun. <laughs> now, you were talking about uh, you, you do have a unique delivery. You're a sidearm guy. Um, what, would you advise a young pitcher to, to find uniqueness or just go, <coughs> go with the overhand? You know, I... It's it's baseball is so tough to uh, you know to make it to the big leagues at, at sure. every level um, you know just getting to anywhere in college you know whether it be you know Division three JUCO and D one 
I, I think it's a big accomplishment just to, to get past high school baseball and uh, anything that gives you an advantage. Um, yeah. It makes you stand out. You do something different that uh, that can get guys out or can help you, you know, hit better. Hey, I'm all for it. I, I you know, you see so many guys that are uh, big prospects or they have they throw a hundred and. I've seen them all. I, right. I mean, look how many. Look at the baseball cards. Every year, there's, you know, I'll go back. I'm I'm doing a 2006 tops 52 uh, uh, rookie sign set. I'm trying to get everybody to sign it. Okay. You don't see any of these guys anymore. It's like, what the heck happened? What are they up to now? Right. You know, and, and these guys were on top of the world, and uh, you know, I'm like, I, I sit here and go, what did I do to get so lucky and and stick around and. You know, it's the arm angle. It's the deceptiveness. Uh, but, but yeah, you just see so many guys that have every skill. It's all skill. cookie cutter, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, once, yeah. the, once the hitters figure out they can hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, yeah. then it all comes the same There's place so at the same time. It's a, tough, it's a tough career. I mean, you, <laughs> you just see so many guys that that – get a cup of coffee or, or don't make it in the minors and, and then there's a new batch every year that, every year. that think they could do it too yep on the way over <laughs> on the way over we were talking about glenn perkins you remember glenn perkins paul pitch for the twins oh, oh he, yeah he was in every damn product ever made <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. like, that was the, you were just recounting that and like you know what happened to glenn perkins you said he's still around but he's, tr- yeah. he's trying to get his 10 years and get done right yeah so. he uh he he had an arm injury and i i i, I don't know how far along he is it is with that right, but yeah. man yeah it's it's there's a lot of things that could sidetrack you in this sure, game sure uh, whether it's bad performance injury yeah <laughs> right just normal life i mean it, there's a point where you just get sick of it too or uh you know it's just the, too much a lot of politics right uh, uh going why the heck you know in 13 how do i not have a job <laughs> you know right. why what what did you're I'm, I'm really out of baseball like you know for me it was kind of laughable it was uh, to sign a minor league deal i was like this is pretty degrading man like jeez, oh. you know right so now does the mlb prepare you guys very well for life after baseball or is that something <laughs> you guys do on your own it's all on your own really yeah okay it is yep uh yeah you'll see yeah, I don't, you know, a lot of guys, uh, I don't, a lot of guys go into coaching. Sure. I know that. Right. Um, you'll see a lot more guys with degrees. They try to do a good job with, uh, you know, when you sign, a lot of teams will give you, like, they'll pay for your college if you go back. But I sure. know there's there's always, like, stipulations on how quickly you have to do that and stuff. Of course. Makes sense. Um, but, yeah. So for you, you a baseball card shop? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> you know, I, I really like I really like the resale and resale market. Um, I could see myself doing something like that. I really like to go to auctions, um, resell stuff, uh, buy cases, crack them open, and sell them right nice. away. There you go. I, I think that's a really look for patent fun thing. Right. Your newest up. case breaker. <laughs> yeah, your newest case breaker. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I, I, hopefully, m- my son loves to do it. I'd love to do something okay. like that with him, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna be doing when I'm done. Probably hitting up team hotels and, and getting <laughs> aggressive with my son. That works. That now, works. How did that start? How did, I mean, you, did, was the story from your college years? That is that what was that the? Uh, yeah, of the- I think that's what started it. Was mm-hmm. like this is so cool. You could go 
down and get a picture with Shaquille O'Neal, you know? Yeah, right. And, and this was all... I guess you can't miss him in the lobby, yeah, though. No, no <laughs> and he was always pretty good about signing, too. There's a, there's a lot of guys that were tough, and... Um, but for me, it was really cool. You know, Gretzky would always come around, and yeah. Gretzky's great with the fans for the most part. Um, he would always get on the bus and stop and sit on the first step of the bus, and sure. he'd give one autograph for everybody that was in line. And, Sweet. Uh, you never know who would show up. Um, but uh, to me, it was really cool. Those guys were like my idols when I was when I was little, and and uh, it's kind of different now because a lot of the guys are my age, so I don't really right right go. I, it's not the same kind of feeling, but I think for my son, showing him that would be kind of fun. That is cool. That's cool. That's Very real cool. cool. So deal, um, before we end this segment, I'm going to warn you that we're going to get into the animal kingdom here. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And we're going to do a little Beckett Whatevs animal kingdom, and we're going to get you to autograph <laughs> these cards for us. Uh, I'm going to be real honest with you. Paul and I are keeping one apiece for us, and the others we'll give away. Awesome. <laughs> but, uh, awesome. Uh, for sure. But before we do that, <laughs> tell, tell, tell us, or tell our listeners about your website. Uh, and how it's set up and what you do through it. You know, I used to, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, <clears throat> when I was in college, I was like, this would be really fun to like let people in if I ever get drafted and, and let them know what a professional baseball player does. And so my second year in the minors, I was like, hey, I'm going to chronicle every day of my life and, and what goes on, autographs, bus trips, hotels. And so this is, you know, this is the days before Twitter sure. and Facebook and stuff. So every day I would just update it. And a lot of the fans loved it. And, and they got really popular. And uh, a lot of my teammates were like, why does he carry that laptop? This is like before sure. phones and all that stuff <laughs> where I was kind of, they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm telling you guys, this internet's awesome. You need to be on it, you know? <laughs> it was the Al Gore of the and, twins. Yeah, and so <laughs> now it's like you can't, you go into a clubhouse, there's no conversation. It's guys sitting in their yep. chair, just sitting in there playing their games sure. by themselves. So it's cool to see like the old generation, the new generation. Um, and so my website, it grew that way. I got to meet a lot of fans, um, a lot of the autograph people that show up at the hotels and, and we would trade on there and stuff. Now the last couple of years, I haven't really been on it much. Um, I, I use Twitter a lot more okay. and I think that's the way everything went. And, uh, and, and there's a lot of other guys that, that chronicle their daily stuff. So, I feel like it served its purpose. Um, You're a pioneer. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, before its time. It That's was, sweet. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I was, was really happy with uh, how it turned out. That's really good. It's, it's a fun site. It might need to be updated a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's it, a fun site. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely uh, before its time. So. All right, all right. Uh, let's, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, and uh, I'm taking you guys uh, out to the ocean. You guys want to go to the ocean? It's going to be fun. Okay. I hope Can't you're ready. Wait. I hope you're ready. <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. This is Rob Bertrand with GoGTS Live, the Hobbies web show, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right. We're back after that last quick break. and uh, That wasn't a quick break. Let's it wasn't, be yeah, we, This we, is why we do a podcast. Yeah, we, took, <laughs> we took Pat on the tour, uh, showed him the library. Uh, had some fun back there as we as he as he flipped down 2007 memory lane. Yeah, man. Uh, looking for his cards, but I think we pulled them all. I think we did. I think we got a couple. Of them yeah, we got, we got yeah. Them. yeah. And then uh, took him to the studio. Took him to the studio. Showed him uh, showed him all that stuff. Uh, the lovely Anaheim Ducks stuff. 
Yes. That we lots have. Of dogs. Quack, and quack. then uh, he was just a kid in the candy store as we took him to the first row of the grading. That, like, yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got lost in time back there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's uh, awesome. That's uh, fun. So that's <laughs> special, though. Not too many people get over there. Yeah, so not too. It's like, a good deal. I had to get C- two super top secret clearance and everything, like, you know, G42 classified. <laughs> and just G13 classified. G13. Yeah. To quote oh, yeah. the movie. Yeah, G13. You knew him. You knew a movie quote. I did. Oh my god! No man, I know I'm a movie impressed. Quote. Yes, I don't do movies. Mo- Paul Paul watches <laughs> movies like I watch paint dry. It's just he just doesn't <laughs> do happen. it. Right? Unless it's Disney right now. That's yeah. it, man. Disney. You're, are your kids into Disney? Yes. Yeah. yeah Disney Junior. Okay. Big. Yeah. Now you said Lion you, Guard. What else? Yeah. You said yeah. you live in Florida. You get you guys get over to the, the was it Land World? What is over? You there? know we will. He's uh, three years old, okay. so he, it's about his age now. Okay. So this off season we'll be awesome. There. Very <laughs> cool. Good Very deal. cool. All right. So this is Beckett Whatevs, man, and I keep I keep te- teasing this uh this animal story, and I told you we're going to go to the beach, going to go out to the ocean. Um, Dateline last week sometime when I wasn't at work, um, Orange County, California. Okay. Okay. Choppers? Huh? The, the Orange County Choppers? No, no that's, uh, those motorcycles. I know. I uh, but there was a chopper in it. Okay, it was cool. A, it was a chopper, right? It okay. was a helicopter flying over the Orange County beach, telling a stand-up paddleboarder to get the hell out of the water because there were not there were no less than 15 great white sharks 20 feet away from him. Wow. <laughs> it, yeah. It's a great video. Did you see it, Pat? Did you see I the did, video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh I saw the video and like you can clearly see said sharks. <laughs> yeah, and like people just exiting the beach as fast as they can. But here's the thing. You tell the guy on the paddleboard that to <laughs> exit calmly. After you douche your pants, what I mean, what, <laughs> what else is there? Yeah, there's nothing calm about yeah, that situation. Man, that is. They better have a backup plan, rescue plan, yeah, something. Yeah, that's intact. just too much. So for I me. didn't see the story. Everybody ended up yeah. okay. Everybody was fine. Okay. Um, they the here's the thing. The guy it was the it was the Orange County Sheriff Department that was flying over, and they said the uh, Parks and Forestry Department has advised has advised us to let you know to get out of the water. Not that we're telling you to get out of the water, but they have advised us to tell you. Um, Unless you're like a, some shark trainer in some secret life, yeah, you need yeah. to get out of the water. That's a really weird situation, too, because um, sharks are normally in uh, warmer water mm-hmm. at this time of year. So for for 15 or 20 great white sharks to be uh, corralling paddleboarders, <laughs> that's not for me, man. They that's not lost. for me at all. They got lost. Now, uh, Pat, you're from Minnesota. Yeah. You got any crazy animal stories? From Minnesota? Uh, not really Minnesota. We we moved on to Florida, so I mean we okay. got kind of the shark thing there too. I, sure. I know uh, uh, Melbourne Beach where we live is uh, is up there in shark bites, and sure. uh, I think New Smyrna Beach, just a little bit up the road, is the shark bite capital of the world. So oh, jeez! Nice. You'll Sorry. go. We'll fish a lot, and uh, uh, you'll you'll pull your reel in, and then you'll have a shark on it most likely wow. they're always on there i uh, they get a few great whites i know they tracked a couple in there but uh like you said when the warm water comes in right about now is when they're all going down to florida so right. uh you'll see if a plane flies over they'll mm-hmm. take those aerials and it'll make you not really want to yeah. go boogie boarding or, or right. paddleboarding. and i used to love going in there a lot and it kind of freaks you out a little bit you yeah, know that's not good as a kid you're like oh the ocean i gotta go get in it right and as an adult you're like there are things in there that want to kill me yeah and, and it's, not good. it's the scariest thing in the world if you really think about it yeah I, i'm but, waiting too I, i'm like i gotta wait for this contract to play out and then i go back in there so i don't want to yeah. get hurt until then that's crazy now, if we're gonna stay on the animal 
topic. Sure. We have to talk about the golf incident. What golf incident? I the missed The golfer this. that teed off. Oh, and when they he teed killed off, the bird? He got that duck oh, right yeah. in the neck. I mean, right. what are the odds that, of that? Did you see the video of that? I did see it. And yeah. then, then that guy runs down and pans over, and the poor duck is laying there just bleeding out in the in the yeah. water. That's, uh, that's pretty crazy. The odds, man. That's like Randy Johnson. <laughs> that's Randy <laughs> Johnson. That's Kevin Mitchell throwing a ball and hitting a, and hitting a dove in, in the middle. It's just amazing to me. Like, the man, the timing yeah, of that. Yeah, there's... Man, and then in Florida, you got all all the weird animals. There's just everything down there. You know, sure. you'll see a dolphin and a shark swim next to you. No, and, nope. and nope. Uh, we, crocodiles. We, and yeah, we went on a little <laughs> bit. of We went on like a nature walk uh, a couple years ago, and uh, we were walking by, and you see a couple snakes, and and then something looked like a tire, and you get closer, it looks like a bigger tire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a. 10 foot alligator just sitting five <laughs> feet from me and he's not moving okay let's let's go back and get yeah. out of there so that's, yeah, a, it's, that's it's what we call a danger log yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a danger log <laughs> just don't want any part of that yep. um pat let's let's talk about what you do in your free time on the road now i've heard rumor that you're kind of a lazy guy and you just sit around don't do much but you watch a lot of movies you obviously watch some uh, nature videos so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have the netflix so that's always okay that, that'll put me to sleep but uh for the most time it's uh spend talking to my kids, my wife on the phone whenever I get a free minute. But uh, other than that, it's scouring eBay and auction houses yeah. looking to see what, what's popping up on the market. Now, what, that, are you, what are you watching on Netflix right now? Uh, I like old World War II stuff. Okay. Yeah, okay. Or, or documentaries about uh, historical stuff. I really like the History Channel. Love uh, it, too. Yeah, yeah. some of those shows. Uh, oh, what is that? I like that Hunting Hitler show. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, JFK Declassified. And there was one other one that uh, uh, came to think of it. Not me. I watch a Santa Clarita Diet. That's what I watch. <laughs> <laughs> what i like you watch that you watch what baskets uh i baskets is not on netflix but i oh, do okay. like baskets it's pretty funny <laughs> um would you so on the road though do you do you maybe go out to see a movie or something like that or a few guys will a lot yeah. of guys will go golfing um with me it's just hey I'm, i get a few hours alone i'm gonna just lay in bed and do nothing today <laughs> sure i understand, I understand you know it's uh our our days are so you know they're kind of groundhoggish. We're, right. We're uh, you just do the same thing every day, and sure, it's kind of nice to to get a day where you could do something like this. Come and hang out with you guys yeah. and, and see a different part of the country. Awesome. Did you have fun today? I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> you, loved it. you were like it might seem boring to a lot of people, but uh, it's cool. You know, you get to see what goes on inside the hobby. Sure. And uh, uh, man, you guys are busy. It, yeah. it, hobbies hobbies uh, doing well right now. I think the hobby is doing very well. Wouldn't you say so? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many just, you know, from when we were kids, you know, you bought your packs, you might have gone to a show or shop to try to sell your stuff. But now, man, there's, you can sell cards all kinds of ways. It's cool. You know, I think like having having the registry and having these cards graded and be able to see how many are out there and the quality, it's it's really changed the game. And I think, uh, I think when a lot of people, a lot of people don't know about it still. And, uh, you it's know, true. The stories you were telling us about the guys that just don't collect cards or don't even know they have cards, and they're they're major league baseball players, yeah. you know, and that's just blows my mind. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's something you wish more people, you know. It's kind of about about ten years ago, I never even knew really much about the grading industry, and mm-hmm. I started looking into it, and I kind of, you know, bought a card here and there, and I, you know, I did a bit more research, and 
you know, it, it's a learning process, right. but man, it, it's, it's a lot of fun too. Uh, you learn a lot about history for sure. You, you, there is a lot of history. Like even, even back there in our library, there's probably a good 10, 12 years of history, you know, but if you really look at history and you could, you could tell a lot of history through baseball cards for sure. You know, absolutely. just a absolutely. lot, just absolutely what's going on in, in the world. Even, you know, you yep. yeah. And just the innovations, like where they've yeah. come with the, the cleats and the yep. bats and the balls and the glove. I mean, all mm -hmm. that stuff has yep. always changed over time um, because of what's going on in the world. Right. So. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. Good um, stuff, man. We're not going to keep you much longer because we do got to get you back over to uh, <laughs> to where you are. To, you to back to doing nothing. Yeah. Back to doing nothing and liking it. <laughs> yeah, and liking it. But uh, before you get out of here, uh, if you know your Twitter handle and all that stuff, can you can you let our listeners know where yeah. they can follow you? Yeah, Twitter, just Pat Nishek. Pat yeah, Nishek. Yeah. Yeah. How simple. did you get that? Did you pay for it? Uh, I was on it back in like 2007 or oh, okay. 8. Remember, he's an innovator. He's on top of things. <laughs> he's on top man. of things. He's on top of things. Yeah, he's I remember when it came time. out, they were like, I don't know if you're going to like this, but there's a new thing called Twitter you might want to sign up for. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, it actually, it's a good tool. I like it. You could interact really easily yeah. with people and, mm -hmm. you know, you know, I had a question the other day. I was trying to find out. There was a card of, I think, Eraldis Viscaino on the the Braves. Okay. And he went and signed it for me because he said it wasn't me on the card. And I said, who the heck is this guy? Then if it's not him and somebody found it. It was a guy from the Mexican League that played with him in AAA. And they took a photo and they the guy oh, in Getty wow. Images put the wrong guy's name on it. And, and somebody on Twitter knew it. So, I mean, wow. it's, it's, cool. it's a great help to... That's great. And he wouldn't sign it. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I'll have him sign the back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to track this guy down. I think the guy's from the guy that was actually on it's from like Nicaragua or something. He's playing go. in Mexico right now. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Maybe you'll see him at the next uh, World <laughs> Baseball Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring, I'll bring it with. There you go. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, guys, go help him out with his uh, his uh, collections. Uh, he will help you out as well. Yeah, you pull a one on one printing plate, <laughs> yeah. number to five, something something difficult yeah that short print from 07 yep. let him know yep. yep do that and uh at pat nishik on twitter he will i don't know you're pretty active on there right i mean so I mean, every once yeah. so. yep. yep so uh at least shoot shoot him a message and say you heard him on uh heard him on beckett radio hanging out with the fat packs and uh that probably won't get you anything but hey <laughs> <laughs> at least you used our hashtag there you go yep there you go <laughs> okay so uh we're gonna let you out of here we're gonna get you to sign these cards in front of us i have a ball over here too if you don't mind yep. and uh we're gonna awesome, be awesome. giving give do some giveaways uh maybe maybe we can get you to uniquely sign them and something sure. something crazy on them and uh that'll be unique beckett fat packs 101s there you go yep. something like Let's that do it. all right guys thanks for listening today uh we will have another show later in the week which will be our regular show uh featuring paul and i if we can both get into the studio together and uh well you're out on the 23rd aren't you that's next, next week. That's okay, next never week, mind. Forget, time, man. forget everything I just said. Look for a show later this week. And until then, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. <laughs>